Hello and welcome to an all new Marvel cast, Explosion Network's hub of all things Marvel, a place to talk about everything MCU and beyond from Avengers and Defenders to William Nasland and Jeffrey Mace. My name is Ashley Hodley, joining me today, Ultimate Kira Marchant. I'd like everybody at the start of this episode to pull one out for a Red Wing. Just pull one out now, everyone. It's a sad, sad day. Also, the first casualty of <laughs> mm. of the fourth phase. <laughs> uh, and the astonishing Noble Blight. Hello. I don't think he's... I mean, it's a, it's a little drone. I'm, I think it's just a drone with cosplay, so... Wow. It's a little drone we caught, but like he doesn't. He's not going to remake Red Shell like that again. It's going to be a different Red Shell because he doesn't want fucking Captain America, U.S. agent, to uh, be hacking into him again. Well, even though he is the government and that was government property. Find out next yeah. episode. On. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, yeah, so we talk today. We're talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode two. The Star Spangled Man, directed by Kari uh, Skoglins, written by Michael Castellan. John Walker is named Captain America, and Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes team up against the rebel group, the Flag Smashers. Uh, Dylan, what did you think of this episode? Uh, yeah, I really liked it. I I thought it was... Pr- I was surprised that they spent so much time with... Um, what's his name? John, John Walker. John what? Yeah, John Wilson. John, John Walker, that's it. Walker, that's it, yeah. yeah. I was surprised we got so, uh, an intimate opening with uh, John Walker to get to, to know him. I thought thought the episode did a pretty good job of uh, uh, doing this whole thing of like, he's not so bad, he's not so bad. And then you reach down and you're like, yeah, fuck this guy. <laughs> he's an asshole. <laughs> i tell you what, uh, it was, like, he's not so bad, he's not so bad. And then there's that shot of Bucky looking on as he's on Good Morning America. I'm like, mm. fuck. No, yeah, but the thing was, it, it's, it's captured. Got a reaction. It's, it's captured perfectly just by... Um, Falcon's line of, always just good until that last sentence or whatever it was. Like just, just like kind of that was the same. That's how it felt for me. Any time he was on screen was like, man, good character development. Oh, I actually kind of want to like this guy. I want him to be. I want to. Oh no, I'm excited to. Oh no, he's a douchebag. Oh no, no, he's yeah. Yeah. Um, the properly meeting the um, flag smashers, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh. That was really cool to to find out a bit more about them. They're turning into a group of really interesting uh, villains. Of course, I whipped out my phone like how many as soon as they showed up because I was like, oh, it's um, Effin's Nest is the the leader of the flag. You Smash remember that oh, name? Yeah, yeah. Not the name not, the, the name of the Captain America who was named at the start no, of this no, episode. I'm the, I'm, I'm the Star Wars guy. I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Hey, girl, girl from Solo. Um, hashtag. I understand. Solo of course, Solo is a great movie. This, so yeah. So there we go. Is it um, though? We need more Ethan's Nest, so that's the Ethan's Nest. That's that's the the thing. Um, I th- the, I guess my my only criticism, and this is a plus, this is a plus minus thing. I both enjoyed Sam and Bucky's banter, but then also got sick of it by the end of the episode. And by that Ooh. I mean like it was good when it was good, but at times I was like too many quips. Like there was too like there was that that there was like a few key times where I'm like we didn't need a quip there. Like the, 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 you're over quipping. Uh, the thing like is, though, when I the think fight the started quips... on the truck and they stopped for like a a quip there, like a couple times. I'm like, don't know if we need them here. You just had like a, a bunch in the in the warehouse. You literally had a whole scene of comedy, and now you're doing a bunch of quips here. I'm like, we're we're, we're going too far. We need to we need to calm down on the one liners, right? Because well, I think for me that is the quips are the almost kind of covering up of how kind of crappy their relationship is. 
in many ways. Like, that's how they yeah, but deal. But I'm like, I, I get that because we had a five-minute scene of them arguing in the warehouse. <laughs> you know, like, I don't... No, no, no. If it was a movie that, I think it where was, we had less time... I think it's continuing when you reflect on it past the, psycho- the psychologist scene with both of them, where I was actually really interested by that, where it seemed to be Bucky was the one that was wanting to kind of get everything out in the open and talk about shit, and... Sam was kind of deflecting and not wanting to really dive into what his kind of mental being was around everything to do with Steve and Captain America leaving and and giving up the shield, which I thought was a really interesting dynamic, considering since the start of episode one, it always comes off like um, Bucky is the one that doesn't want to talk and wants to bottle things up and doesn't want to kind of open up to anybody or kind of be forward about anything, but the role's Reverse, and we we kind of get that different different dynamic between those two. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, what did you think of the episode overall, Kieran? Uh, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Um, I really I enjoyed what we uh, what we saw of um, Walker's character, like as in in terms of how it was written. Not, I don't like him as a character, but I think it's it's written very well to try and get the audience to to be a bit kind of on that tiptoeing line of. Oh, uh, should we like him? Shouldn't we like him? Um, it, it's it's one of those things where it's very interesting to see him talk about like Steve, like the original Captain America, because he almost tiptoes around that topic a lot of the time. Like he doesn't actually want to really bring up Steve or compare himself to Steve in many ways. Like he uses it as more of a every now and then uses it as like an emotional crutch or like a kind of a psychological crutch to, to, to be kind of bridging the gap between him and Sam. But like in that Good Morning America, when you kind of first compare yourself to both um Banner and Tony Stark, rather than comparing yourself to the kind of the Captain America before you, it's it's a very interesting phase. And yeah, that- yeah, that was a weird scene, actually. But also, was it really weird that the- he goes up and says "Good morning, America," even it's like super dark out, and you're like, "Oh!" But he was on the show. It's good early morning, in the morning. America. Yeah, it's early in the morning. He was- and it's that early. He's on the show. But good morning, America, because really it's owned the- by Disney. I really yep. liked how his entrance into that scene. The music that was playing through was a modernized version of the same music yeah, that Captain a, America a band plays. Yeah, a the marching same band kind of, version of Spass. Yeah, Spass now, are we calling it a modernized version, or are we just calling it a bastardized version like he is? Uh, <laughs> I think it's. Shots, I think it's. Shots, I think it's. Shots, 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 shots. <laughs> like I think it's. 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 And and I thought that was really interesting, considering this Captain America is everything that Steve Rogers didn't want to be. Like this is this is completely showboaty. Showboaty in the government's pocket, like kind of yeah, in the government's pocket. like being like when he's like I am the government or like I'm pretty much am the government. It's like ooh, that's not a that's not a Captain America thing. Like that's just uh, that's that's yeah. It's um it's a very interesting place to be in. I thought it was interesting how well he handles himself throughout it. Like how competent he is as a not only as just like you're an average soldier, but then also. Even with the shield and using the shield in different methods, which is like, fuck, you, even though you're not a super soldier and you haven't had all the shit, you throw that as good as Steve throws that. That's uh, impressive, which I know they tried to kind of be like, oh, all of his stats are off the charts and everything with his physical <laughs> specimen. But it's like, but he's not a super soldier. So it's, yeah. it's yeah, it's one of those things where it's uh, it's an interesting dynamic. As I said, I really liked Sam and, um, Sam and Bucky's dynamic throughout this. The quips... I do. I will say they were getting on the kind of the forced edge a lot of the times, um, but I like where that's going, um, and I, I enjoy 
where the season's going as a whole. Yeah, I enjoyed the episode as well. I don't think it's much of a surprise, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm enjoy- I'm intrigued by John Walker. And like whether, I don't know what you guys think, but I'm interested to see whether he ends up staying a good guy or he becomes kind of the antagonist. Nah, he's going to be bad. He's going to be bad. Come on. I don't know. I don't. I don't know though. Like I think, I th- think he's gonna be like the good bad guy. If that makes sense. Like he's technically good because he's with the government and everything, and he's trying to do right by that side of things. But he's Literally not describing uh, General War- What's his name? The General Ross. You know, I mean, technically, General yeah, Ross. Ross or whatever. Ross. Yeah. Yes. So, like, technically, he's a good guy. But also, as the viewers of those movies, we're like, no, he is a bad we like guy. the Hulk. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah exactly I think he will fall into that same role uh, I'm interested to see exactly where his story takes especially with us showing us and uh, introducing us to his partner his girlfriend his wife um, and kind of humanizing him that way at the start of the episode um, I think it's a, it's a it's an interesting setup for him as a character yeah definitely uh, yeah I enjoyed you know the fight scene on top of the trucks like I didn't I was surprised they showed up. I, don't, I think they cut the trailer as well to make it surprising that they showed up during that moment. I thought it was just a Falcon Bucky fight. Uh, yeah. Did Pretty. anybody else get the vibe during the fighting on top of the um, trucks? This was the first time maybe it's clicked and been obvious while my while I've been watching, but I could tell it was the same, like I guess like the same kind of technology as Mandalorian where it was screens around them doing the background rather than it being kind of a dropped in background. I don't know if anybody else got that feeling, but that kind of I wasn't sure if no. they're using the same tech or not. It didn't look um it didn't look bad, but it didn't look up to the standard of what I would expect yes. from a Marvel yeah, movie. I, I like it's, yeah. it's somewhere between the lines there. Yep. Uh and then yeah, the obviously the interesting dynamic between uh Captain America and Battlestar and Bucky and Falcon, you know. Just the uh, them wanting them on board to, like, get the good rub, mainly. You know, not because they want their help to catch the bad guys. Yeah, well, that's why they have that line where um, Sam's in that car or whatever, and he's like, you know, I'm just trying to, I'm not trying to replace him. I'm just trying to be the best Captain America I can be. And, like, if you take that, that sounds perfectly fine. That's a good sentence. And he goes, you know, it wouldn't help if he was, you know, like, he completely yeah. shoots himself. And in it'd be nice to get, thing. you know, Captain, his buddies on my side. It's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So we got a little bit more of a look at the flag splashes and a little bit. Again, they don't seem like bad people, you know. Sure, they've got superpowers. Robin Hood. They were just Robin Hood is described. But they're trying to. They're trying to also make that kind of um, that family-like situation amongst them. That there, there is that brotherhood nature to them, where they are. They actually care about each other, and you know they have the the one member go out and do his last stand to buy time for them to leave. Like it is well, very gonna, much. I was going to ask what what do, what do we think their actual like got like what's their goal plan like what's the I don't know what how, what they want all borders to be taken out right that's their goal for the but, world to be one people no borders no immigration no customs. Uh, they're really not fans of... <laughs> I don't know how that involves people who are part of... Who weren't part of the blip. Like, you know? Were, were people well, think, freely yeah. travelling around before the blip? During I that five know. years? So, 
I, I don't know if I'm I don't know if we're supposed to take that like figuratively. Well, what they what they um suggested during maybe it was one of the newscasters at one point, but they talked about how all of like infrastructures had to be reestablished once the blip happened again. Once the blip mm. happened and everybody returned, they had to refix all the infrastructure they'd done. Obviously, if half the population disappears, that's a lot of people missing. So stuff like border patrols would probably have lessened a fuck ton. Like, there probably wouldn't be as strict a policy on borders and people coming in and out of countries if it was able Maybe. to. Because there probably just wasn't the people to be able to stop them and, and to do that kind of stuff. Or maybe when there's only half the people left on Earth, they everyone kind of figures that, figured their shit out and was just cooperating as a mm. as a as a planet instead of you know as these se- separate entities behind flags because I guess that is what I I kind of took from it there they're very much go- like because obviously we still have a lot of questions about how the world was running during the uh during the period of the blip and stuff like that and um their goal seems to be but it's well it's so they're, they're stealing like stuff to help people which i guess is the robin hood part like so they're doing yeah. robin hood-esque shit while going but then the end end goal i guess is in their name which is flag smashers which i guess if you take literally they they want to destroy the the, the united nations and the walls and you know yeah and all, and all that sort of stuff um to to, to some degree um yeah, so it's it's really interesting. I, d- I definitely, after this episode, I'm not v- so much viewing them as the best. Because in the first episode, no, you're like, who are yeah. these people? There's a bunch of anarchies happening, secret symbols. Who is this? Fucking anonymous. Like, what, you know, like, what's going on? These these are the bad guys of the show. Whereas in this episode, I'm like, okay, so I'm not really viewing them as the bad guys at this stage, especially because the show, like, all the scenes of them in this in this episode you're not feeling like you're watching the bad guys you're feeling like you're almost watching the good guys like when when you have that final showdown where the dude sacrifices his life you're not like oh yeah fuck yeah bad guys you're like oh no like one of them died like the the show subtly gets you on their side i I feel subconsciously enough like this is going to end up with bucky and sam either defending them or joining sides with them almost like kind of i would say i would say the end goal that makes the most sense at this stage, if you want to like, and this ties back into um, f- fake America. What do we, I need? A, I need a nickname for, for America. For no, no, f- fake Captain America. Anyway, um, I would say by US the end, yeah, no, no, no. I don't, I don't need, he needs a nickname. That's shit, to match well, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> it's whiskey, right? Is it John no, Walker? That's not, that's not good. Enough. I don't like that. Johnny yeah, okay, Walker's sure. whiskey. But, yeah, that, that's a cool name. I want a shit name. So, <laughs> you know, like cheap whiskey. That's what I'm calling. Um, Jim, I, I would say by the end of the the show that Sam and it would make sense for Sam and Bucky to side with the Flag Smashers to a degree, or at least want to protect them, if not like siding with them fully, but at least like protect them from something. And it would make sense for um, shitty whiskey to. Because he's all up the government's ass to be like, oh, I gotta do, you know, it's my job. I take him down. Like I'm the Captain America. Blah 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 blah. Like I can see that being a. Do you a, think a it's um? Do you think it's interesting that Marvel and like the writers behind the MCU continue to take all re- kind of established um, premises from the Marvel comics? So, for instance, Flag Smasher was an individual um, villain in the Marvel Universe. Yep. Um, and also we've had previously, um, like, all the way back in, like, kind of Iron Man 1, where the Ten Rings was a kind of a terrorist organization rather than being directly 
the Mandarin and stuff like that. Like, um, like we might get that still. We we still might get that, but they in diluted September it down and, and changed <laughs> it. They used like they used to promise that uh, fans who uh, read the comic books or understand that connection will understand but then also made it something new and something different to try and um change up how the story is so it's not as obvious each time yeah good you get yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of these uh not key characters or or, or villains it it's it makes sense to 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 adjust them not just to keep the comic book fans on their toes but simply because a lot of times the comic book stories just are silly like, you yep. know, like, they wouldn't work as much. Do you know, do you know actually, in um, Flag Smash's first appearance, he actually did smash bunks of flags by knocking down all the flags in front of the UN? It's, uh, yeah, it's a bit too on that. Hardcore. Yeah. Hardcore. Gonna do it. Uh, speaking of that, they did uh, introduce more super soldiers. You know, we got one. Uh, uh, she was, what's the name? <laughs> Nearly 10 of them, technically, I mean. Well, I guess, yeah, you've got obviously got all the ones on the Flag, <laughs> flag Smasher side. Yeah. But more importantly, uh, Isaiah Bra- Bradley, uh, yeah. who was... I didn't... So I haven't had time to Google. Is that, is that an actual one? Yeah. So he so, was... No, so he was when they attempted to try and recreate Captain America, right? If yes. I remember his story from original. Like, they... And there's actually the original... Um, in the original comic book story, it was about a African-American person being chosen for it because they were seen as more kind of disposable yes. as how they were used yep. throughout World War Two and stuff like that. So there was like a specific reason for it. Like, I think there was one of the different versions of Captain America where they actually merged that story into Captain America's where Steve Rogers only got chosen as a replacement for the original person because he was seen as disposable. But yeah, it, it's an it's an interesting, especially with some of the moments we see um, a little bit like in the following scene where you kind of have the police turn up and um, immediately side against um, Sam because of his race. Is oh, what is. That, that whole scene, I was like, oh, this show's doing something. I'm like, are we are we going there? We're having a little bit of a political agenda, do we? Here, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, do we? Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they arrested the white guy instead. So, you know, that's different. Yeah, come on, Ash. Don't, don't play <laughs> dumb. You know exactly what was going down there. <laughs> is this guy bothering you, sir? No, fuck off. You calm down, sir. It's like the most, like I've watched enough YouTube videos and fucking Twitter videos. Uh, and, you know, it's. Yes, exactly we all know like, microaggressions. <laughs> yeah, it's. It was like pretty spot on for. A, yeah, I was like, I feel like everyone would have got that. But I was like, bet- between that and what you're saying, the character's backstory, I'm like, okay, well, that's that's all uh, an interesting direction this show could um, go if they if they want to continue down that road, I guess. But. Yeah. Well, maybe that is. Maybe do we believe that that could lead into part of the reason why Sam didn't take on the Captain America role because he didn't want to represent America in that position for how his like how him as an African American person has been treated. Like maybe he doesn't feel like he is you know in a position to take on I, that role. I just he definitely doesn't feel like he's. He, he hasn't really he explained it yet, his decision yet. No, no, no. But no. In, he in, avoids in my, it. In my mind, I feel like he definitely just doesn't feel like... It's not that he, he doesn't want to be Captain America. I just don't think like, that's even a question. It's more of he doesn't even feel like he's good enough to hold the shield. Mm. Like, let alone replace Captain... Like, be the Captain America. Like, he, can, he couldn't even be Falcon with the, with, with the shield. Like, he, I, I think that's his <laughs> inner psyche. That way. just reminded me of the section with the kid of calling him Black Falcon. 
And he's like, like, that was great. He's like, what do you, what do we call you then? Black kid? <laughs> and then the way he touches the he's like, ah, got him. <laughs> yeah, he touches his mate, just got him. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also mentioned they introduced, uh, obviously, Isaiah's grandson was there, uh, Elijah, who is part of the Young Avengers. So, you know, another tease towards potentially that film becoming, that thing becoming a thing. Well, I'm, I'm going I'm to say that's more likely, like, that's a character that we know is alive, whereas you're like, oh, man, these people in WandaVision, the Billy and spoilers Tommy. for WandaVision. I mean, be, there's I still, we still know this, three Young Avengers are alive, so, you know, getting there. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if anything, if anything, they're setting up West Coast Avengers at this stage, surely. More so than maybe. Like, I feel like I mean, I feel like there are no Avengers happen. at the moment, but as far as we're aware. Yeah. What, can yeah. I? Can I? Right. That that takes me on to a side small side tangent of once again Kieran's logical questions of wanting to work out how something works within this world. What is the is so is 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 Sam a contractor for the U.S. military right now or? Are those people that he's like working for the U.S. military at all, or is they that clearly private? explained it? Ken, there's a line where he says that we have no rules. <laughs> no, no, but that's that's <laughs> the, the thing is right. That is the thing that confuses me. Where I'm like, so wait, you are working for the U.S. military, and the U.S. military is specifically using you because you don't have any. Because yeah, this, this yeah. is the same as the this is the same as like the questions I've brought up in DC Comics before, like with like, well, who the fuck does Superman work for? Kind of thing, you know, like. Well, well it's like in the first episode, that- that's why they kind of no, brought Falcon yeah. in to get that guy, because they weren't technically supposed to be above in that place, right? Yeah. So you know, if Falcon did actually, it, but he's not actually working for the government. It's like it's just. I'm like sure they, they pay him though. Well, but that's the thing, right? That's the thing that they confuse me is so if if Sam is working for the government, I mean, like the, the government the, is paying the, him, right? The, the government he's not paying him. That's what and we know. He's he using, isn't getting paid. And <laughs> no, he's not getting paid. No, 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 no because he, he provided contracts saying he was he going said, to get paid in the yeah. future. Yeah, he said he's got contracts <laughs> Only from now because he went to the bank and was like, "Fuck, man." <laughs> but no, but what I'm saying is, so if he's using a military, an American military airship to fly around, yeah. and he's working with U.S. military people, why did Captain America need to hack Red Wing when the military should have already been like, "Yeah, he's took this plane here." it's more fun it's more it's more dramatic if he says he hacked it meanwhile i think he just walked into a room and went hey where where's they at and they went over here it's like yeah it was probably like hey i want to talk to those people maybe they can give you a good i I think he just said hacking to make it sound like he was a lot cooler yeah also they just let bucky on the plane as well he's like bucky's like hey i'm going popped out of nowhere into this army base Also, at the same time, by the him? way, I have this mission-ready leather jacket. Just, just ba- it's backup, just ready. It's on my sweet backpack. Jacket. It's a very it was sweet, a sweet jacket. It was a sweet jacket until you instantly like <laughs> tore the arm off. Like for, for no reason. Need. I'm pretty sure you could have held stuff with your metal arm with a jacket sleeve. I don't know if that it improved cool. it at all. Nah, Cle- it no, no, no. Cool, Clearly, though. there was too much drag, so he ripped it off for aerodynamics. I wouldn't so drag like, help like in that situation. This is like- <laughs> This is like complaining about the classic scene in Fast and Furious 7 where Dwayne the Rock Johnson says daddy's got to go to work and smashes out of his, his fucking <laughs> arm cast. Come on, it's just cool. <laughs> I understand it's cool, but no, it's even though, even though I like part of me is like, I don't want to understand it because it's, you know, letting yourself kind of just accept things to watch it. Same time, it's actually really fun to ask these questions and break down the logic behind some situations in the Marvel Universe because a lot of them don't make sense. It's got a yep. fanfic it. Whatever works in back of the head. I'll tell you what, Bucky in this episode though is an entire mood I can get behind. 
from, from oh start definitely to definitely I yeah like, I'm, I'm feeling these vibes how we feel about the psychiatry session and Bucky's reasoning for being upset you know with Sam? A lot better. A lot better. And that's why when I was talking about the dynamic shift, I was really surprised that Sam was the one that was dodging and, and not wanting to talk about shit, which is, I guess, an ongoing theme throughout this series, about the first two episodes now, is, you know, all of his fi- like his past drama with his family and stuff and everything. Like, there's obviously a lot going on with Sam, where, where you probably see Sam as more of the... Uh, lawful good patriot, not patriotic, but lawful good kind of straight man, and Bucky being the the I've got dark past and I'm dealing with it kind of guy. Where it's like Bucky actually seems to be dealing with his past. He's yep. not just he's not just like kind of hiding it or burying it. It's it's amazing what happens when you actually go to talk to somebody about your mental health, a mental health professional about <laughs> your okay. mental health. I think yeah, that's I think that's like, <laughs> I guess the key difference, especially like, now that you line up this in the second episode. Um, together, it's like you, you clearly see that they both have a, a lot of shit that they're working through, but the main difference is that Bucky's actually working through it with A, psychiatrist, B, what we see him doing in the first episode where like I like you can you can discuss whether it's a good idea to be hanging around with people's sons that you put in <laughs> another life, but like but at the end of the day, he is trying to uh, make amends for stuff that's haunting him. So you know, like discuss if that's good or bad. But he he is trying to like sort of clear the sins of his past and um, clear his mind and get on you know get these things out there. And anytime he has a discussion with Sam in this episode, he's pretty much given straight answers. Like they may mm. be coming across like angry, you know, they may be coming across a little bit douchey at times or whatever but he's just being he's just been straight up and like in that um in the scene with them he says exactly what's bothering you know like he, he says it several times throughout the episode in fact like and the, the fact sam's like what's your problem and he again it's just like why'd you give up the shield i'm like he, the dude has asked this question like three or four times in the episode yeah. it's very clearly bothering him and the fact that sam's like why has it got anything to do with you i'm like oh my god dude you're just not getting it so sam is the one who uh is fairly clearly not wanting to deal with everything that's bothering him and actually have these discussions so yeah it, it's interesting but that's the, th- that's the thing because i mean i'm excited for that conversation because i think from from my point of view of what i see i think bucky is frustrated with him giving away the shield because bucky feels like he was the one that you know as he said like if if captain was if, if steve was wrong about sam what does that mean about me and my past like and, and and I think Bucky was like all open to the fact that Sam was the like kind of the shoulders to take on that weight and to carry it forward, and he was the person that was you know better to do that role, and it wasn't Bucky. And I think Bucky was happy and settled in that understanding. And when that person pushes that pressure away and and kind of gives that responsibility away, um, it just kind of it it. it unsettles things and kind of pushes you off off balance in many ways yeah absolutely uh and then at the ep- the episode ends with they're gonna go see zemo next episode you know that was a little bit too on the nose right like that was a little bit too much of a the dramatic like chest shot and everything of like the most stereotypical i mean uh, evil villain like it was silence of the lamb shit it, <laughs> that would have worked <laughs> if they hadn't said they were gonna go see zemo <laughs> No, that's the thing, right? Sam did not need to... Like, if they had just left out that part where Sam's like, we're going to see Zemo, I was like, 
just stop. We knew what you were leading to. You had yeah. the bit where you showed Zemo. Like, just leave it at that. It I'm, just, sure, the moment- I'm sure there was like 10 people out there watching this guy. Who would they be talking about when they're talking about the guy who figured out all Hydra's secrets in the mountains of wherever? Or, you know, like, oh, I can't remember the exact name in, now. But- um, in Siberia and stuff. Like in that. Siberia. It's yeah. like, okay, like, I'm sure there's a couple of people who didn't know who that was straight away. But just cut straight to the evil montage with the fucking stereotypical music playing yeah. <laughs> and, everything and he like, looks exactly the same as he did last time we saw him yeah he got blipped that's Maybe. a very good chance he got blipped Confirmed. also I mean it, not, I'm uh, disappointed because in a dream my dream scenario he got blipped and got he escaped that way he came See, back I thought he was going to be I thought, I thought off the trailers and everything he was going to be leading the flag smashers like the bad guys based yeah. off the I think he I think so. this is a classic they go to him for help and he manipulates the good guys into a position where Zemo can take over the flag smashes or try and take over their evil plan uh, is what I is, uh, is the hunch. feeling I'm getting. He's going to team up with Captain America. Shitty whiskey. Yeah, you know? shitty whiskey. Yeah, I, I feel like by the end of the season, Captain America is going to have this super sol- soldier serum from whatever, wherever the flag smashes are getting from, and go crazy. Oh, Clarice, you know. Well, like the, did we? Was it one of us that mentioned last year, uh, last week, uh, last year, last week about the possibility of uh, Thunderbolt coming and forming up a team with this shitty whiskey and uh, the Abomination I and stuff like that? I don't think so. I can't remember where if that was here or somewhere else. I heard that idea, but I was like, "That's a, that's a thing." Maybe anything's possible. Um, the other thing, as we head towards wrapping up, I presume. Do you want to call out what I presume was your favourite part of the episode, Ash, after you made a fucking meme about it? Oh, the discussion about the big three. Yeah. Aliens, (laughs) androids, and sorcerers. Or wizards, sorry. What's a a wizard? It's a sorcerer with a hat. (laughs) Or a wizard without a hat is a sorcerer. I was like, that's a good... My my favourite line was just the simple... I've, he's like, how do you know The Hobbit? He's like, I've read The Hobbit. What? He's like, in 1938 when it came out or whatever. He's like, you know, <laughs> Nerd. <laughs> fucking own, dude. <laughs> fucking trendsetter over here. You're just a hipster watching the films. I read it when it came out. Bucky's yeah. OG. First Prince. First, first edition. Yeah, first, Bucky has first edition on his shelf. I'm also fucking. surprised by Bucky reading. Because Bucky, when you originally meet him in... Captain America. Yeah, on, he, he was in yeah the that's army, how he like, talks up all the girls. Yeah, but everyone, everyone would, everyone read books back then. Yeah, like when you're what well, else? Was that all listening to the radio? Yeah, exactly. play baseball so, and stuff, yeah. and you yeah. know, but I, I, a lot more people read books back then because what else did you have to do? <laughs> like, there's no, no internet. So, it's not like they were a part of yeah. like a Great Depression or anything. Yeah, but he had one copy of the Hobbit. <laughs> yeah, they passed it around the barracks. Whatever they called. Well, well, that depends. I don't know when he joined up to the army, but yeah. All right. Uh, let us know what you thought of the second episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier by going to uh, explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter. Uh, you can find all of our Twitter handles there, and you can let us know if you were in the army in the 1940s. Did you read books? <laughs> <laughs> You just pass around books, let us know. Uh, or you can go jump into our that Discord. Is, that is not a good question to ask to get actual no. feedback for the show. That's a terrible question. <laughs> I don't Everybody's know. just going to tweet. Everybody just tweet at Ash no. Just do that for me. Just just tweet no. Or you can come into our Discord at explosion.com slash Discord and let me know that that is a terrible question. I should improve my 
outros uh leave us a review either on apple Podcasts or on podchaser uh <laughs> and if you like what we're doing with our all new marvel cast after shows uh head over to our ko-fi page at explosion.com slash support and buy us a coffee you can spend as little as a dollar and every little bit helps uh us here at the explosion network right, it's cheap as shitty whiskey che- it's cheap as the suit on this new captain america uh Thank you very much for listening. Uh, make sure you watch the next episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. And join us next time for another all-new Marvel cast. Dylan, did you feel validated when Falcon was like the big three? You know, whenever something bad happens, we're always fighting against sorcerers, robots, or aliens. Like, I was like, motherfucker. Wizards. Oh, wizards, sorry. Wizards. But I I was was like, like, that's a Nash. That's that's a Dylan. I was like. Yeah, no. If he had said, if he had said androids, robots, or something similar, then I would have been like, (laughs) or CGI. Or something else CGI. (laughs)